You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode number 64. A podcast uncovering identity, color, and love. Where driving yourself crazy is totally sane and curable. Now your host, T. Bias. I cannot tell you how many times I've talked to somebody and they talk about their vision board. And it's a, it's a big thing. I think it was brought about by books and, and TV shows and, and things like that, that it was kind of really important to create it. And the experience I had is I did try to create one and I didn't finish it. And then people started saying, well, you can create it digitally on Pinterest. And well, I didn't do that because I, I didn't really use, I use Pinterest, but not very often. So today it's about the good, the bad, and the best of having a vision board. And so to start first, I'm going to separate out the two words, vision and board. It is important when you're going after something you want and you have a goal that you have a vision. And the other part of it, board, is just the form. And you get to choose whatever form you want. And so creating a board that has words and images of that vision is one way to have a vision. It's not the way to have a vision. And so that's the great thing about creating a vision board is it actually gets you to start visualizing the thing that you want, the thing you want to create in your life. And that is really a requirement to achieving anything you want is to visualize something that may seem impossible to you at this moment. If, if it's losing weight, if it's earning more money, that might seem really impossible to you. And what I want to offer you is that anything that's been created in this world was first a vision, an idea in somebody's head, and it seemed really impossible. Even things like electricity, the lamp that's in your room, the computer, the phone, the smartphone. It was a vision in somebody's head, probably multiple people's heads, and then it was created. So that's why having a vision is really important. And that's what makes it so great to actually have a vision board is that you get into the rhythm of visualizing what it's going to be like to achieve what you want. What is it going to look like? What is it going to feel like? And so when you start to create it, the other great thing about actually having a board is that it can serve as kind of inspiration on a daily basis. You know, if you put the board up somewhere where you can see it on a regular basis, it's a way that it can inspire you to focus on what it is that you want, set priorities and things like that. And so for those reasons, a vision board is actually a great way to help you work on your goal and to remind you of why your goal is important, et cetera, et cetera. However, it didn't work for me. And, and I think it has to do just kind of with who you are, kind of maybe a little bit of your personality. And... The reason why it kind of didn't work for me because it was kind of a passive way to remind myself. And I think I know that when I had created my half completed vision board, I didn't I kind of ignored it because it was it was right there. And 
it becomes part of the background and it's so easy to ignore. And so I found that it's really kind of this passive thing that after it's creative, it doesn't become an active thing in your life. An active way to remember why you're doing this, why you want this, helping you kind of set the priorities. Now, if it does that, and if it does that for you on a regular basis, I think it's great. But for me, it became part of just the background that I don't even look at it anymore. The other thing that it can kind of do is that as you're looking through, let's say, magazines or the internet and different images of what it is you want, it it can kind of get you set, settled on what some, someone else has created rather than what you want to create for your life. And although that can be inspirational, we can kind of get stuck into, well, that's what I want. That person has it. That person has this kind of life. Instead of really looking internally to, is this what I really want? Is this what I envision for myself? I mean, it can be even as simple as you want to work. Let's say you have a career goal. You want to work in a certain city and you want to work at home and you want to be in a space in a new career and you have this beautiful office. So you want to visualize the office that you work in. And you have an office that's exactly has a decor that you want. And sometimes when we look at stuff on the internet, we think that, oh, that's how it should be or, or not be and things like that. And then we don't check back in and with ourselves sometimes as if the visualization is, is that what we really want? The other thing that I don't think some vision board techniques focus on is what are the behaviors you're going to have once you've reached your goal? And a great example of this is losing weight. I, I've lost weight and I, I was thinking about what is it that I do differently to keep it off? And I, I do behave differently. I think and feel and I behave differently. And sometimes the vision board doesn't include what that means. And that means the behaviors I have when there's the holidays and there's a huge amount of food available and there's stuff that I want that I also know that if I eat it, that it'll cause skin inflammation and things like that because that's what my current goal is right now. And it can kind of miss that important step because the person that has achieved a goal in acting and living as that person, which is you ultimately, that future self of yours, sometimes the vision board misses those kind of behaviors. What is that person thinking and feeling in that moment when there's a whole table full of food and cakes and all the things that I want? What is it that I'm thinking and feeling and behaving in those moments? And I think that that's where sometimes the vision board can miss that part. And here's the best part about a vision board so you get to decide whether or not it fits what you want to do and I think the vision board as long as it serves you to utilize it to help you focus on what is it that you want and it's an active participation in your life of reminding you what are your priorities and what are your goals and visualizing you you getting there I think it can be a really fantastic tool and the other thing is, if you don't have a vision board, that does not mean you're not going to achieve your goal. And in place of the vision board, what I do is I've written out, and I mentioned it in the previous episode, I write out my goal on the front page in my diary. 
where I keep all my appointments and things like that. And the first page and how I make that stay active, because that could easily become passive, is because I go to my my book a lot I and I open it, I can often see the first page. And so I, re, I read the goal on an almost daily basis. I read it and then I have two to three sentences about the vision. And I do write out what I imagined, what I imagine it's going to be like when I have achieved what I've wanted to achieve. And that kind of active recall of not only the goal, but also my own imagination and visualization keeps it active. And the same thing needs to be also done with a vision board to help you kind of get through the year. If you set a year goal or if you set a five-year goal to kind of help you get through however long it's going to take you to reach a goal. And so no matter how you go about it, doing the vision board or writing it on a piece of paper, both are going to be great because it's going to be outside of your head. And it's going to, as long as you keep it active in your life, it's going to help you focus your brain that might seem most of the time unfocused. And it's going to get you closer and closer to creating possibility from what you used to see as impossible. So I'm going to wrap it up here and I'll check back with you next week. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now. 